Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast, Marketing Agency Edition. This is Seth Green, your co-host here to interview Jeff Skadra from FocusFirstAdvisors.com. His focus is helping six and seven figure agency owners to X their revenues and profits with the right systems and strategies. Jeff, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me, Seth. Awesome, let's go back in time a little bit. How'd you get started? How do I get started? Let's go way back in time. I, first of all, am older than I look, so I'll, uh, I'll ask you to guess my age at the end of this, maybe. But all right, we'll card you later. <laughs> so uh, I started out in uh, graphic design, actually, and I worked for a PR agency for several years. And I uh, got to work with a lot of great big companies like uh, CBS and some local industrial um, companies like Vocalect and uh, Eaton and a few others, a few other big names. But that was when I was super young. Uh, I was in the Pittsburgh area and then quickly moved over to the in-house game and got to work with a lot of awesome government government employees, government contracts uh, like NASA and the EPA and FEMA and a bunch of stuff like that. And so I started getting my chops with um, uh, more than just graphic design. I got to do some marketing and some trade shows and those kind of the, the kind of condense it all a little bit, right? So as I was doing a lot of this in-house stuff, I kept teaching myself more and more and more stuff. And eventually that led to me having an agency. And so I started my agencies just myself, like a lot of other agency owners do and kind of did that same thing. I started in what I was best at in graphic design, grew into web and then grew into digital, was a HubSpot reseller and had that for seven years. And that led me to being acquired somehow, some way I was able to um, go through that entrepreneurial roller coaster through the ups and the downs and uh, work with a coach, work with a mentor who led me to building systems in my business that got me acquired which led me to uh, kind of that next step in my career, which was at an IT company where I was director of marketing at uh, Omni Strategic Technologies, which was a kind of a statewide multi-location IT firm. And what I saw there was, was eye-opening to me was all of these conglomerate businesses coming together to form one business. And it was really a struggle to pull them all together, to get the right culture, to have the right systems and strategies in place. But uh, through all this led me to um, get learning the next thing in my career, which was strategic planning. So I got into the whole traction EOS thing, um, learned that whole thing backwards and forwards and led them through um, a strategic growth initiative. 
And unfortunately, the guy who brought me in who had the vision uh, left <laughs> for another job and things just for me just kind of fell apart and I was ready to move on to the next thing. And that's what led me to where I am today, which is consulting. I just saw everything that I learned through my life, through my career, owning a business, I mean, and through this, you know, being acquired, just got this heart for wanting people, wanting to bring owners out of this sort of uh, a lot of people call it the hamster wheel or, you know, the treadmill or whatever, right? I want to agency roller coaster. Absolutely. Roller coaster. Yeah, you got it. Right. So all these, whatever that is, like getting them unstuck and, and getting them to that next point. And more importantly, like getting them to the point where they are able to do the stuff that they love. Like, I know I'm talking a lot here, but going back to that emotional part, right, of my business was that anxiety. And I think a lot of owners really, really struggle with that, right? They, they get into this point and they just don't know where to go. And, and it just really sucked. And I'll pause there to let you talk, ask some more questions, but uh, we can dig into that depending on how you want to go with this thing. Sure. And the longer version of that, if it isn't already in a book should be. So <laughs> what are some of the most common mistakes marketing agency owners are making that keep them stuck? Well, the first is, uh, I mean, you got several bottlenecks, right? The first one is, is not an uncommon and it's not something new that there isn't anyone else talking about, it, but it's themselves. It's having this DIY mindset, right? They want to be able to do everything because they have done it. Everything they've had to do everything is a necessity. And what they need to do is move into a CEO mindset, you know, kind of adopting this idea of, you know, being a Jeff Bezos or the head of Walmart or, you know, any of these other major CEOs and thinking in those terms. Not that they have to jump right into that, but they have to have the mindset first, this, this idea of a mindset of where they want to be rather than where they are. Okay. So that's one. Sure. Thing. That's one. <laughs> so we've got to go from thinking like the service provider themselves to thinking like a CEO and what are some of the ways you help them make that shift? Cause it's a big one and really important, obviously to grow a business beyond just you and grow it beyond the point where you're the bottleneck because you're involved in everything. Yeah. Uh, well, um, so a term I learned along the way is time and emotional profit. And I think that's super critical. So you have to set your time and emotional profit goals, even before your profit goals, profit goals are certainly important because you don't have a business without it. So guarding your time and really understanding your time, what you want out of that stuff is really important. Knowing your numbers, um, really just being able to run your business from 30,000 foot view, but having that analytics, right? Having those analytics in place is just really critical. What you don't know, you don't know. And if you don't know what's successful and what's working, then you're gonna keep doing the things that maybe aren't the, the best for your business. And having a strategy, having a vision and a strategy in place. You know, I see owners who, start with this idea of I can make money doing this thing and they've never really figured out the why you know Simon Sinek talks about that we all know Simon Sinek and and the value of the why you know so having that vision becomes a super critical foundation for not only keeping yourself inspired and keeping yourself moving towards a goal but as you grow and and have employees like getting them to the point where they want to come to work every day for more than just a paycheck so I would say those are kind of the top things on my list that I help with, among other things. Absolutely. Now, let's talk about uh, the importance of systems. I know you've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly. How does an agency owner know if they need systems? How do they figure out what they need? How do they start building those? How does that work in your world? Yeah, I mean, systems are super critical. I mean, you have to 
a business has to be repeatable and predictable and you don't get that without systems. And the other reason why that's important is because if you want to clone yourself, you have to have other people do these things that, that you're great at and you have to have that system. So the first place that I start is the system for the systems. <laughs> it's, it's having the SOP, the, the standard operating procedure manual or, or a place where you can, you know, keep it all organized and simplified. And out of, I mean, I can go down through all the systems. The place where I see the breakdown is in the overwhelm. You know, it's in this fact that I know I need to do this. I've tried to do it and it's just failed and failed and failed. And the reason why I believe this happens more often than not is because the business model itself is very complicated, right? You have full service agencies who want to offer SEO and they want to offer web and they want to offer digital and social and da, 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 da. And so it becomes very difficult to understand where do I start because it's to them, it's all important. So when you can simplify your model a little bit and focus on the thing that you're best at, it becomes a lot easier to build out this standard operating procedure around that core service. And that core service is what you're gonna be able to scale. And once you understand how to scale that, you can apply it to the next thing, to the next thing. So very simply without getting crazy, it's just that standard operating procedure. Why are agency owners so resistant to doing that? Well, it goes back to the mindset thing. It's the one, I think it's a little bit of trust in their team, a little bit of mindset of just being able to let go. It's just really hard, you know, thinking back to, to when I was an agency owner, I was, I, since I grew up in graphic design, it, that was one of the first things that was hard for me to let go of. And because I thought I was the best at it, I thought, you know, nobody else could be as good as me and my clients expected a certain level. But the reality is that when I started letting go, it became super easy and like such a relief. And, I, and yeah, I had to sort of, you know, swallow my pride a little bit and let that person, you know, make a few mistakes along the way, but I mentored them and ultimately they ended up doing better than I did. So it's really just a mindset thing to let go, to be honest. That makes a lot of sense. You've grown an agency, you've been acquired, you've exited, you've done what some of, some would say in our industry is the holy grail of all of those things and survived <laughs> and rebirthed yourself as a consultant based on your track record. With all the success you've achieved, what's your biggest challenge now? Um, my biggest challenge now is just back to the challenge that a lot of businesses have, which is scaling. You know, even though I'm helping businesses scale, I still have to build my business in a way that scales. And right now I'm at that process where I'm just all in for these agency owners and it's one-to-one, -one, right? And what my next challenge is, how do I get it to a point where I'm still providing that value? Because I feel like there's a lot more value in the one-to-one -one than there is in the coursework. And so I'm figuring it out as I go. And which really exciting for me because I get to work with awesome people along the way. But it is a challenge. Um, I just don't believe that that the courses because the courses really lend it to becoming going back to the DIY, right? So yeah, they're going to sign up for a course and it's going to be back to the DIY and it's not really solving a problem. So more than likely, it's going to be replicating myself with other coaches and growing from there. So then, how are you? So you were an agency owner you were acquired, you later exited, and now you're building almost an agency for agencies. What are, in a different way of looking at it, what are some of the biggest mistakes you see agency owners make when it comes to marketing their own business? Because they're doing the marketing for their clients, 
how to talk about the shoemaker's kid problem. <laughs> well, aside from not doing it. <laughs> yes. Aside uh, from not doing any marketing and just doing relying yeah. on word of mouth. Yeah. I think it's in their messaging and positioning. It's not really taking the time to really understand how they can stand out in the eyes of the client. Like, you know, using a website as an example, when someone comes to your site, the first thing they should know is exactly what you do, why you do it, uh, who you do it for, and what makes you different. You know, maybe not all in that order, but essentially that simple phrase that just states exactly exactly that thing. And I think a lot of times the hesitation is, is and this kind of comes down to niching, right? This, this The argument of do you niche or do you not niche? And people are a little worried they're going to, you know, give up revenue if they if they niche too far. But if you don't niche enough and you don't have that clear message and that clear positioning, then you're just gonna look like everyone else out there in the, in the red ocean. So that's kind of where I see the biggest mistake happening. For your agency owners that have gone through your process, talk to us a little bit about what that magical transformation that before and after kind of looks like. What do they look like? What does their agency look like when they come to you? the mess that you're helping them fix? And then what does it look like on the other side at the light after the light at the end of the tunnel? <laughs> sure. I think the, the thing that I see more often than not is this sort of lack of focus and consistency. And it, I feel it's spawning from this idea of wanting to do too much. It spawns from being, having your hands in too many different things, having you know, too many decisions. So the first thing we do is really focus on the time, focus on how they can have more focus and consistency. Um, and what that looks like, you know, use, utilizing systems. So when they come to us, they're a little bit unorganized. They're doing pretty well. They have some success. They're seeing some revenue come in, but that becomes the bottleneck. Now they, they don't have all the other stuff, the other foundations in place to deliver on a consistent and predictable and sustainable way. So on the way out, they have more systems in place. They have a better control of their numbers and understanding how they can make it more predictable and how they can turn the volume up or down as needed. And overall feeling better about their business um, and the fact that they don't have to do it all. That makes a lot of sense. What do you, your passion's obvious. What do you like best about what you do? Oh man, it's really meeting the people, meeting new people, even uh, people I, I don't close and just you know, I'm prospectively talking with. I think COVID opened me up to that idea before I was, I was kind of pushing, you know, locally, you know, regionally and seeing who I could work with. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, now I can get on and really talk to people in Australia and the UK and, you know, just everywhere, um, that mostly English speaking, because I don't speak any other languages, but <laughs> that's been really the, the most fun part and building those relationships because relationships is the key to any business. And that's what I push for is a people first thing. You know, I get to know people and that's the exciting part of what I get to do, regardless of if they end up being a client. Awesome. So what does your life look like outside of focus first advisors and working with agencies? What do you do for fun? Uh, spend time with my family. I just bought a small little bass boat a few months ago and been going out with my son and fishing, uh, doing some more bass fishing. Well, let's say casting more than fishing right now. We're still learning the craft a little bit, but that's part of the fun. And, and that's what's exciting getting out there doing and just really spending time around here. COVID uh, has allowed me to spend more time with my family because they've been home more. You know, I work from home and that's been exciting to me. So that's kind of where I'm at right now, just the whole fishing game. Awesome. For our agency owners who want to learn more about you and what you're doing, where is the best place for us to send them? 
Well, come to my Facebook group. I recently just changed the name to 2X Agency Accelerator. You're more than welcome to join. I let pretty much anyone in as long as they're an agency owner and they're doing well because I believe in building a community and I think it's a great place for us to learn from each other. Awesome. This has been Seth Green here with Jeff Skadra of Focus First Advisors and the 2X Agency Accelerator Facebook group, which full disclosure, I am a member of. Jeff, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Seth. Appreciate it. Thanks everybody for watching or listening and we'll talk to you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free Perfect Pitch Cheat Sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.